Welcome to today's episode of Direct Mail Automation School, the podcast for marketers who are looking for an edge as they develop direct mail and omni-channel marketing campaigns. My name is Dennis Kelly. I'm the CEO of Postalytics, the, the leading direct mail automation platform designed for marketers to deploy automated direct mail and omni-channel marketing campaigns with the speed, integration, and analytics of digital marketing. Today's guest is Casey Hill, who's the Senior Growth Marketing Manager for Active Campaign, one of our, one of our Postalytics integration partners that we love to work with. Super psyched to have Casey on today. Casey, welcome. Thank you so much, Dennis. I'm excited to be here. Great, great. Casey, let's start out with just a little bit of your background. Uh, you, you're now, you're an active campaign, you're driving some great initiatives there, but, but tell the audience your journey, how you got here and, and then what you're focused on, on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been, uh, in the SaaS and in the software space for over 10 years, serving in kind of sales and marketing leadership positions over the last six or seven years, I've kind of really drilled in on organic marketing. So ways that you can drive growth of the organization beyond standard PPC, beyond standard SEM, and hopefully create kind of long tail growth patterns. And what I mean by long tail is doing things that continue to stack and grow over time versus an ad campaign that you turn on. But as soon as you turn off, you're kind of losing uh, that kind of power and reach. So that's been a primary focus. I also have done a good amount of institutional consulting, working with venture capital firms, McKinsey, BlackRock, Goldman, a handful of others, and advising around conversion rate optimization, MarTech selection, uh, SaaS churn, all sorts of different things in that same B2B SaaS bucket. Um, so that's a little bit of, of my kind of background and my focus now at ActiveCampaign is around organic growth for the organization. Excellent. Excellent. And we were talking a little bit before about some of the programs that you've initiated at Active Campaign. Uh, uh, give the audience a sense of what you're driving on uh, day to day and, and you know, how that's impacting the organic growth at Active Campaign. Yeah. So one of the things I think is really important, especially for organizations at scale, is the ability to have uh, a, a go-to-market strategy that layers. So what I mean by this is we're looking right now at LinkedIn as one growth channel that we're investing in. But instead of just going out and say running ads or going out and just posting, we're looking at kind of a three-pronged attack. So we're mobilizing a bunch of our team to post thought leadership and build topical authority around marketing automation, email marketing, all the subjects that our team knows best. But we're also running a campaign I call social amplification, where we're getting dozens and dozens of customers each week to share their stories, their case studies, their wins, their favorite feature within the platform. So we're trying to make it have customers be the one driving almost the more promotional end, keeping us on the topical authority, a little bit more platform agnostic end, and then have that third pillar of running ads. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is we're kind of trying to redefine how ads operate. So we're running primarily what we call thought leadership ads, meaning that instead of just a standard ad, we're actually promoting top performing posts. So we just promoted one uh, last week, for instance, about a deliverability consultation that I did, going deep into kind of how to think about that, the results of that, and we do a handful of these. So this new idea that what if ads could actually educate? Um, so I'm kind of excited about uh, changing how we think about that. But that's one example of a channel 
um, LinkedIn that we're attacking from three different angles and building an engine that can be kind of scalable and systemizable um, as we continue to expand it. That's great. That's great. And the title of this podcast, RecMail Automation School, uh, we're really all about omni-channel marketing. And so this notion of layering these efforts and initiatives together uh, to coordinate an outcome is so important to uh, the folks that are participating in omni-channel marketing campaigns all day. Um, you know, taking a step back, Active Campaign is one of the leading customer experience platforms. H how does Active Campaign think about uh, ways to enable uh, marketers to execute on omni-channel marketing efforts more efficiently and and using automation? Yeah, so there's a few dimensions of that, I think. So the first is obviously just having some of the core aptitudes, right? You can send emails, you can send SMS, we have you know website capacities, you can build landing pages, you can do tracking. So that's some of the starting point, but really where it gets interesting is in the integration ecosystem. Um, it's folks like Postalytics and Sendoso and Bonjoro and a handful of different people that we've kind of brought into what we call the CX app ecosystem, meaning they're native integrations. They work right inside the platform to allow you to send physical mail, to allow you to send gifts to folks, to allow you to send a personalized video, all of these different integration partners that function directly within the tools. So what we realize at Active Campaign as we continue to grow is there will never be a truly all-in-one. It's just not possible. You know, you can keep trying to add things, but ultimately the winning tools and the winning platforms are going to be the ones that seamlessly work with all of those other key pieces of a business that someone needs to operate under one central hood as seamlessly as possible. So really what we've invested in as part of this omnichannel approach is making that as easy as, uh, as possible for our users to be able to go in, build an automation, layer in that kind of multi-step process, and bring in all of those best-in-breed tools and different dimensions for our customers. Well, that makes perfect sense. You know, we at Postlytics have been really laser-focused on removing the friction from direct mail marketing. And, uh, you, you know, there are so many different uh, ways that we can let processes and technology get in the way of actually getting things done. And so uh, really applaud the approach by Active Campaign there with the CX apps, because uh, by enabling part partners like us to embed ourselves right inside of Active Campaign, it just makes it so much easier for marketers to be able to execute on these omnichannel campaigns. You know, one of the areas that often marketers are are really eager to dive in on is improving the results of existing email workflows and automations that have been built and and so that's really one of the areas where we often will find low-hanging fruit uh with our active campaign customers say hey you know you've been you've been running this win back campaign now for uh the last couple of years and it's, it's targeting customers that haven't bought in six months or something along those lines. Uh, if, if they're not opening your emails, plug in some direct mail touches right, to try to reactivate them. Uh, because clearly, one channel's not working. Well, well, let's rely on another channel or let's layer multiple channels together. 
And, and so we find that to be uh, uh, such an, a rich area to focus on, uh, particularly uh, given the fact that we can, we can live right inside of active campaign. Absolutely. And I think it also comes back to communicating with your customers in the way that they like to communicate, right? It's even on the intake process. We now see more companies will ask, do you want to get emails from us? Do you want to get SMS from us? Like get the customer involved in that process. I think that's one really big component of this. And then there's also a little bit of what I call kind of surprise and delight. Sometimes there's mixing it up, sending that personal card, sending this unexpected touch, which can also add just a little bit of that brand loyalty and trust into a relationship where someone sees, okay, they broke away from the standard mold of just sending us the same generic emails as everyone else, and they did something a little bit different. So I think both communicating with your customers in the way they want to be communicated with and surprise and delight at the right key inflection points and using the sophistication of a tool like ActiveCampaign and things like lead scoring, we can kind of dive into any of these use cases if you want, but I think that helps facilitate making sure that you're sending the right message to the right person at the right time. No question about it. No question that that, that layered approach is so important and it, it'll help it'll help you distinguish yourself from all the other folks that are just kind of banging away at one channel all day long and don't really think much because, you know, automation is a wonderful thing, uh, but it needs to be managed and, and, and dealt with uh, and thought about on a regular basis like any other uh, type of technology and approach. Uh, and so by, by really getting involved and in, in finding ways to get the right content to the right person at the right time using the right channel, uh, you can really distinguish what you're doing from your competitors. Um, yeah, you know, spot on. As it relates to automation, yeah, like to help us understand, you know, uh, when when active campaign is um, engaging with customers and and they're getting up and running on their first sets of automation, you know, how how do how should customers think about using automation? for some you know, early wins? What are some things that, that customers can focus on that, uh, where they can plug a product like ActiveCampaign in and, and find some early wins in their journey to building out these bigger, broader, uh, more sophisticated omnichannel campaigns? Yeah, for sure. So I think that when it comes to kind of getting set up, and you're and building those onboarding flows. What a company that comes on, they start using Active Campaign and they're building up these initial processes. I think the first thing that's really important is to make sure that you don't flood people with communications, right? I actually spent a lot of time diving in, talking with founders, studying this data, and we found that the sweet spot during that onboarding period was actually about three to four communication points during the first two weeks. Many companies, people might be surprised, were actually at like six to ten uh, communication points. And so the first thing is, if you have so much noise, you could be sending incredible information, but that is being drowned out and people aren't paying attention if that frequency is too high. So the first, I think, recommendation is to make sure that an onboarding process is, is seamless and also has some personalization. So gather some of this information up front about what are the key pain points that people are experiencing and make sure that you're moving people through those key activating behaviors in a way that is linear. And what I mean by that is, if you know that someone, in order to be successful, needs to do 
A, B, and C. But in, if they haven't done A, they're going to struggle to do B and C. What usually happens is people just keep sending the communications. It's like, okay, A, and then regardless if they've done it, they get that email about B, regardless if they've done it, and then people get overwhelmed. Instead, what we see the most efficient people doing on the onboarding journey is focus on that A piece first. Have that key activating behavior that needs to be accomplished first and then move on. So that's using things like conditional logic that you can set up in tools like ActiveCampaign to make sure that as your customers are moving through those flows and processes, you have that set up. And then the second thing I think is think being really thoughtful about engagement patterns or someone being kind of quote unquote at risk as they're going through the flow. So what I like to do is if someone comes in and this isn't a B2B, I'm talking in a B2B context as an active camp, someone who's operating an active campaign account. If someone comes in and they've been inactive for say seven days, have some sort of tag inside of active campaign that prompts an action for you to proactively either call a person, send them a message. You know, you can have a task generated for your team to try to communicate you can try a text, you can try some sort of thing like postalytics, some alternative way to make sure that you're getting that person's attention when they're struggling. So I, I think overall, when people are starting out, that's a little bit of the way of how I think about kind of building the onboarding process. But there's another side of this question, which is like a new user to automation. Like if you're just a new user, like where is your headspace as a new user? I think the key there is simplicity of focusing on problems one at a time. When you get into any big environment, there's going to be so many different ways you can go. And the reason that people typically churn or don't stay is they just get overwhelmed. So you come in, you have a specific problem, you have a specific challenge. So set up a flow to address that first, then look at where you have weak points. Look, hey, we're, we're doing really good. People come in, they engage super well with our first two messages, and then they fall off. So the first step is, okay, study that a little bit. Are, do you have like four different CTAs, in which case you should probably simplify, but what are people interested in? What are they clicking on? Based on that, how can you tailor that journey better and try to understand why people fall off? And then, as you kind of noted a little bit earlier on the call, how can you save people? Now, once you, once you start a process, you have a simple problem, you're trying to address that simple problem, you're gathering some data, and you know where people fall off, now it's what can you plug in? to try to help bring these people back, right? That person who becomes inactive, how can you salvage them? That person who's really successful, how can you ask for a review? How can you get some customer proof? How can you leverage that successful customer more? So it, it actually goes in both ways. How to mobilize and get as much energy as you can from your top performing uh, clients to, to be advocates, and how can you save and salvage the relationships of people who are struggling? That's a little bit about how I think about the two kind of sides and dimensions of adoption. Well, I think that that makes perfect sense. And interestingly, we find the same thing on the direct mail side around that three to four touch concept. So we, we run into a lot of folks that uh, sign up and start using Postalytics because you know they've never really done direct mail and they want to test it. And, and so they will say, all right, well, I'm going to send one direct mail campaign out. And if it works, then I'm going to do more. And, and they'll send out a single touch. They'll send out one postcard to a group of people. And, 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 and what we like to say is, well, you know, that might work, but it probably won't. You're, you're going to need to do multiple touches, but you cannot overwhelm folks either. 
So you need to space your touches apart. You need to be smart about using data to give them relevant content, relevant calls to action, relevant offers. And, and so, you know, you've, as you gather data about their usage, about their interests, about what they are actually responding to, you can use that to dynamically create communications, whether it's through automated direct mail like us or through SMS or email or other communications. And, and it's, it's critical that there's that kind of conditional logic that you mentioned that says, well, you know, if they're not reacting to this, don't keep pounding on that over and over and over again. You, you just, you're going to go, they're going to go blind looking at all your communications. You've got to, you've got to make it smart and laser focused using the data that you are able to capture. Right. And, and so a hundred percent agree with what you're saying there. So shifting gears a little bit, Casey. I understand that there's some exciting news coming from Active Campaign today. Uh, give our audience a sense of uh, what's in this big announcement that is just coming out. Yeah, yeah, really exciting. We just announced the acquisition of a company called OneSend. And it basically is a, a, a company that allows multi-location or franchise brands um, to have the ability to communicate and send across all of their customer bases. It also has integrations around points of sale and a bunch of other exciting functionality specifically tailored for those multi-location companies and brands. And so we're super excited about this. It was just last year that we acquired another best-in-class brand postmark around transactional mail. And they've had a phenomenal story and journey with us over the last 12 months. And now we're just another acquisition to add more functionality more benefits for users. And so um, I love to see it. And I'm super excited about that additional bandwidth that we're going to be able to bring to those multi-location folks. Well, that's wonderful news. Uh, you know, the the franchise and multi-location uh, company uh, is is a great uh, user of, of direct mail in omni-channel communications. Uh, oftentimes, there are uh, local franchises that get uh, co-op money from the franchisor that they're able to leverage across email and direct mail and text messaging and other channels uh, that that we like to talk about here on Direct Mail Automation School, and and so uh, we're seeing a huge uptick in usage from these companies, uh, and you know there are some some things that are really important for multi-location retailers and franchisors. Uh, uh, like centralized brand control of creative, uh, but uh, distributed uh, billing and, and accounting uh, to different or, uh, parts of the organization, different franchises. Uh, and so uh, by wrapping that into active campaign, I think you guys are going to see huge growth in that sector, uh, combining all the things that you guys do well already. Uh, uh, super exciting. And I'm thrilled to be an integration partner uh, with Active Campaign, as you guys are on this journey, so uh, hopefully we'll we'll be doing a lot of great work together as a part of this. Yeah, absolutely, it's super exciting. You know, I think ecosystem is one of the biggest differentiators actually in the space right now. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of use the term integration very loosely, and we don't really know like what does that exactly mean, right? Some companies just mean we connect via Zapier. So they say we have 10,000 integrations, but really it's just through Zapier. Other people, it might be through API. Other people, it's maybe a one-way integration or a two-way integration. 
So it's really hard sometimes in the world today to understand what that means. But I'm really excited that at Active Campaign, we've built a lot of native direct integrations that right inside the tool, you can layer into an automation map and be able to execute um, for folks. And I think that adds not only a lot of uh, like robust capacity, but also just simplicity, right? I think a lot of companies, as they build out, they know that struggle of trying to get all your tech tools to talk to each other. And actually, in 2020, I was running growth for a company called Bonjoro, who's also part of the ecosystem. We actually transitioned over to Active Campaign. We were using MailChimp on the marketing side, marketing automation side, and we were using HubSpot free CRM just for a basic CRM. And we wanted something that was consolidated under one roof. But also a big part was the ecosystem. We use Segment. Segment looks at the analytics that are happening inside of our SaaS platform because we were a SaaS startup and they had a native integration. So that was a big pull versus other competitors we were looking at. We're like, oh, if we plug in here, we can have that Segment native integration. And so I think that is a variable that a lot of small businesses are starting to look at more, which is just how simple can someone make this um, for me? And it's also really exciting that AC, as far as I know, is one of the few companies that also offers the free migration, which can be a big hurdle, getting all your tech moved over and set up in one spot. And so that's a nice barrier to remove as well. It, it certainly is. And it's it's really wonderful to see and 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 frankly, kind of astounding how powerful uh, the the tools are that small and mid-sized businesses can access. And 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 run on a, on an affordable basis without a huge team, and 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 it's really thanks to folks like Active Campaign uh, that have that have laid down that framework, that platform, uh, where uh, not only can they get amazing software and and tools that can act as that foundation layer, but they can then work with integrated, deeply integrated partners like us, so that if they want to send direct mail as a part of their automation platform. It's it's built in. It's easy. It, there's the, the the friction has been taken out of it. So so kudos for active to active campaign for uh, this uh, great announcement today on the integration or the acquisition of OneSend and and thank you for creating such an outstanding environment for partners like us to play in. So uh, I I think it, it's really a win win for everybody. Uh, so yeah, uh, with that, Casey. Uh, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, I'd love to wrap up by uh, uh, having you tell the audience if uh, if they want to get in touch, uh, what is the best way to follow you and what you're doing? Uh, I know you're super active on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, give the audience a sense of, of what um, ways that they can follow you and understand uh, the latest and greatest from Active Campaign. Yeah, absolutely. So if people are looking for kind of organic growth insights, LinkedIn, my name is Casey Hill. So you can just search Casey Hill on LinkedIn. And I'm posting many times a week kind of from firsthand experience about the different organic growth tests that we're running as an organization. So um, try to be as transparent as possible, pull back the curtain and say, look, like, this is how a $3 billion company runs their marketing department and kind of get into each of the different segments from paid to affiliate to lifecycle you know, all those different pieces. And so people can follow me there. Um, and if anyone wants to send me a direct email, my email is chill, C-H-I-L-L -L, at activecampaign.com. Feel free to ask me any questions um, either on organic growth or about the active campaign platform. Happy to speak to that. Well, uh, not only is that the coolest email address that I've heard in a long time, uh, but uh, I've, I've greatly enjoyed our conversation here today. So uh, chill at 
is is our guy right here. Uh, he's been great. Uh, again, super excited for all the growth that you're driving over there at Active Campaign and for our partnership between Postalytics and Active Campaign. So thank you so much, Casey, for joining us today. Uh, and uh, we look forward to watching the continued growth and all the great content that you're uh, creating out there. Thank you so much, Dennis. This was great.